Hi, this is Lisa with Christian Warrior Woman today. And today we're going to be in Joshua 11. And I want to talk to you about your life and your situation and being and people that may be aligned actually against you. In the world that we live in, we are fighting a spiritual battle. And in many cases, and most of the time, the enemy uses people, people close to us, people that we might work for or work with to really come against us and to really challenge our faith and challenge the way we use our tongue. And we it's a gathering of enemies that are coming around about you. So I would ask you, as you're reading through chapter 11 of Joshua, to think about, are you surrounded by situations, situations such as financial, maybe debt, um, maybe marital issues, relationship issues? Maybe you found yourself in a cycle of relationships that leave you feeling um that everyone's against you or feeling that love is not for you or feeling defeated or feeling depressed or stressed. And believe it or not, all of us have these challenges, but it's what we believe and what we choose to put our faith in is what helps us get through this. So when we're talking about people aligned against you, I, I have learned from feeling this way for a number of years when, you know, you're trying to do something for the Lord, it seems like all hell breaks loose against you. Anybody can relate to that? And I, it, the Lord really showed me that it's not the people, it's that they've made themselves available that for the enemy to use them because of their life not being aligned with God, that the enemy can manipulate them to say things that bring hurt. So it really changed my mindset about thinking about people being against me, but really putting my focus on who the real enemy is. And that's what we have to recognize. I'm not talking about anything spooky, pooky, or or stuff like that, but the Lord tells us to not be afraid, to be of courage. And there's a reason. Life is challenging. There is no one that does not have a challenge in their life, whether it's health, Sometimes people, even with a lot of money, have a challenge because everybody they associate with want something from them. And they never know the people are around them for them or around them for a good time. I had this happen to me when I was in corporate America. I had this house. It had a pool. It had all of the trappings, you know, as a single woman with children for friends and even um, guys who wanted to date to want to come over and have a good time. And I will say it was a Lord one day just, to, you know, just told me to stop, stop having the parties and the functions so much. And then you will see who's your real friends, who's calling you to have lunch or whatever. And when I did that, I saw the truth. And so it doesn't, sometimes we think because we might be struggling financially that we have woes, but everybody has woes. Health is not, does not discriminate with um, whether you're financially broken or you have money. So when we come against these challenges in the workplace, for example, I dealt with a lot of discrimination. I'm sure you have felt with whether it's discrimination or sexism or being harassed. 
we go through many different stages. So what starts in our teens, what happens in our 20s, and then what we go through through our 30s, then when we get to our 40s, then with the 50s. If you look at every decade, every decade of life has a challenge. But we need to do two things. We need to be obedient to God's word, and we have to listen for God's plans for our life and how we defeat our enemy. Because every time that we're in the midst of warfare, I bet you believe that the folks that are coming against you are stronger and more powerful than you. For example, your company. Maybe you don't feel like you're being paid properly and and you feel like you don't have a choice. You do have a choice. You have a God who has the knowledge and the love and support for you that will bring you victory. So it's not always that we have to be in folks' faces, you know, fighting and justifying. But there's another way that we can fight. We can fight in our war room. We can fight on our knees. We can fight through fasting and prayer. We can fight to say, God, not my will, but your will be done through what I am doing. And then when the Lord comes alongside, not just one of your enemies will be defeated. This scripture in Joshua 11, which 11 is a favorite number, for me and the Lord in Joshua 11 is that he comes against in this chapter, you'll learn he comes against all, every enemy, and he comes against them. And even it illustrates the evilness in their heart. You know, when we read and we see that God destroys the the cattle, the land, the people, we really have to understand and remember, it's not that God just chose to destroy these people, but it was their life, the fullness of sin had happened in this country and in this land and in these kingdoms with sacrificing of children, rape, the the, the wholeness and purity of life this society had removed. And so when God had given them time and time again prior to this to repent and come to him, they chose idolatry. They chose to sacrifice children. They they chose blood worship. So when you see the Lord is destroying these kingdoms, he was destroying them to bring his people, to set up his kingdom, to set up a, a set of people, the Israelites, who would worship him and would flourish. And we'll talk um, in chapters to come to see if they fulfill that. When So when the Lord was moving out these people, and when we talk about Jabin and we talk about Hazor in um, the alliance of the northern kings in chapter 11, he did the same thing they tried to do to the Gibeonites. He tried to rally the kingdoms around. In this kingdom, Hazor, they had, they were on the shores. They had trade routes. They were larger and wealthier, and they definitely outpowered the Israelites with their horses and chariots. So when you read how what the Lord told them, told the Israelites and Joshua to do to the horses and the chariots, there's a reason for that because they had a massive army coming against Israel. So Israel was almost like in the David and Goliath from the sophistication of warfare that the kingdoms had against him. But here is where God proves himself to Joshua, but he can prove himself to you today, no matter how bad your situation looks. Maybe you're about to be put out of your home, apartment, 
or townhouse. Maybe you're about to lose your job and you have children and you don't know where you're going to feed them. Or maybe you've been struggling to find a job and you know that you're down to your last pennies. This is where God shines and brings forth your faith to manifest before all people. And this is where you have to drop to your knees and say, it's not through my worrying and stress and strain that it's going to make it happen. Your loss of sleep is not going to make the miracle happen. What's going to make the miracle happen is your choice to choose God. So I want you to read chapter 11 and you will see how the Lord is defeating the enemies of Israel. And I want you in your journal today in reading this is to think about your own enemies that you need to bring before God and think about what you're battling. You know, sometimes the enemy can be our physical body with sickness. Maybe it's our mindset. Maybe it's something that's happened in our past that we can't let go of. Or maybe it's something we're dealing with within our family or in our workplace or in our marriage. But what we have to do is lay it before God and wait for his response on how we move forward. And it's going to be tough and it's going to be painful. And I wish I could tell you that struggle is an easy thing. It is not an easy thing. I know for myself personally, I would love to say that I could just wake up and have lunch with friends and you know, play tennis and plan vacations and stroll through a house and be comfortable and have everything paid. Those things are nice. And some people have that. But there's also people who they are of courage and they fight the good fight. And then they win those rewards in this life. So for right now, you may be in the midst of your battle. So I want to encourage you to be strong. And how you strengthen yourself is to not give up, to not lose faith, and not look and think that your circumstances are too dire. They're too dire for you to fix and solve, but they're not too dire for God to fix and fix and bring restoration and transformation. So I want you to look at Joshua 11. If you've got that open or you are going to definitely read it after um, we talk here. You know, the Lord always equips us for victory. And I want to read you something that when I was studying that I thought was really good. It states that God is present with his people with complete authority and ability for any situation. He won ancient battles and overcame powerful kings as he trusted, as his trusted servants trusted him and fought for his victories. Today, God's people advance his kingdom into many diverse and sometimes hostile cultures by living out the gospel's promises. Jesus Christ transforms minds, renews families, reconciles division, and restores unity. Jesus, and are you fighting for these things? Are you fighting for these things? In God's power, we fight off spiritual enemies in the world and within ourselves that seek to steal, kill, and destroy the joy of God's children. We battle through prayers of all kinds for God's truth to be spoken in love, 
fulfilling us with his integrity and righteousness, for unyielding hope and unconditional grace, for perseverance and faith, for God's glory to be seen when results seem uncertain or when progress is yet unseen. He is the God of salvation who arms, empowers, and sustains his people in every time and place. And I want you today to receive that, believe that, and trust that. And I want to hear your testimony of victory. So until tomorrow, I want you to be armed and empowered with God's truth and know that he will bring you victory today and forevermore. In Jesus' name, I pray for you. Amen.